Lord talks to us about how we're going to go through life, and that's the next petition, to guide me. I mean, you're in charge. That's the ownership. But you're also the guide. You know what it says in Psalm 1611, you will show me the path of life. The way you know you're always following the Lord's will is if you're right behind the Lord following him. Not ahead of him. And not dug in and resistant, you know, kind of like the dogs that don't want to go for a walk and they're just being dragged. You ever see that? They drag them down the sidewalk. That's a lot of Christians. And they're just, their little collar is just going like that. And no, we say, you're the master, guide me. Take me through life. That, that's what this thy will be done is. This is my setting for every day. Every time I face a choice, I pause. I invite God to guide me. I invite him to lead me. I invite him to show me what will please you. This is all about staying in step with the Spirit. This is asking to be filled so I never pedal through life with flat tires. Do you remember this that? is the guiding. When we say guide me, he fills us with the Spirit and we can go the way we were designed to be. But we have to first look at who the guide is, surrender to his control, and then invite his guidance. And when we do that, then we start asking him to supply us. This transforms all of our personal prayer requests into a request from our Father for what is best. You know what this supply me element, which in the Lord's Prayer, this is our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, uh, Give us this day our daily bread. Do you know what that's an acknowledgement of? I only want him to give me what he knows is best and what he wants me to have. There's a whole segment of Christendom that falsely, erroneously, almost blasphemously tells God what to do. There's actually part of their vocabulary, I command you to do this or that. Because you have to. And it's like, who are you talking to? You didn't pause to focus and bow to his control. We are not commanding God. He commands us. And we ask him to supply. We don't tell him, I've looked it over, there's seven choices, that's the best one, get it for me. That's not prayer. Prayer is saying, supply me what you know is best in your perfect time. In fact, you want to know something interesting uh, about uh, one of the, the biggest words in the Hebrew language is translated into English, wait. There are not one Hebrew words, not two different Hebrew words, not three different Hebrew words, not four, not five, not six, not seven. There are eight completely different Hebrew words translated in your Bible you're holding in your lap this morning by one English word, wait. Do you know what that means? If you don't know anything else about Hebrew, God is big into making us wait. And there are all kinds of to wait prayerfully, to wait patiently, to wait quietly, to wait hopefully, to wait all kinds of ways. But they all have that awful attachment, wait. But you know what? Growing up, you probably heard the little saying that God leaves the very best to those that leave the choice to him. And God will give us what's best when we let him pick and give.
And that's what this whole supply me is all about. It transforms everything. My father is never late. He's rarely early. He's always on time. He wants me to increase in my faith. He wants me to ask. He wants me to keep asked by seeking. And he wants me to ask in faith by knocking and waiting.